You know the expression, look before you leap? Well, that's what this episode is all about. I know, you found your burning passion, you know exactly what career path you will follow, and you just want to get going and leap into your new adventure. But wait a minute and hold your horses. There are some things you have to do before you can make your final commitment to this new future. Making a big change like pivoting your career, specialism or profession, setting up a side business or going it alone as a freelancer or full-time business owner is a big deal. And it can also be a bit scary. If you want to do this, you can't hide your eyes under your paws like a scared puppy. You have to go into it with your eyes fully open, be completely informed and ready to rock. This episode is for those of you who feel excited to move on to a new chapter, whatever that may look like but have not quite thought about exactly how you're going to make it happen. I'm going to introduce you to a few essential, sensible steps that will make your transition more motivating, less scary, and a whole lot more prepared, and ensure you don't have a panic attack down the line when a curveball hits or things don't go exactly to plan. By the time you hand in your resignation letter, you'll be ready for your leap and fully trained on how to land. So go and grab yourself a strong cup of coffee because we're diving into the details. Let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. So what do I actually mean when I say career leap? Okay, a career leap is when you decide to break away from the path you're on and go in a very different direction. It's not just that you want to go for a promotion or move to a step up in a new company in the same or similar industry. That's just you moving up the ladder or moving sideways in a similar job. It can be daunting and intimidating and you need to prepare, but it's not a true leap. A career leap is more radical and exactly what it sounds like. It's jumping from one place and landing in another. That takes effort and drive and a strong desire for something new. A leap is deciding to change your profession or looking to take up a skill or trade for a living that's not related to your current job. It can also mean taking your specialism into a different industry sector or a new country. Becoming self-employed as a freelancer, contractor or business owner is also a big leap, or maybe having a hybrid of two or more of those options. Whatever leap you take, it's diverting from the norm. It's throwing out the rule book on what you or others think you should be doing and getting on with what you really want to do. Making a big change like this is brave and exciting, but it doesn't need to be crazy. Some people may be able to wake up one morning and decide to quit their job and do something new without preparing. And maybe some of them will be successful, but many will fail. The real success stories don't take mindless, spur-of-the-moment gambles. Instead, they take calculated risks using a planned approach. It's not as exciting or sexy, I know, but it's far more likely to get you where you want to go. It's certainly the approach I took, and I've not regretted it. Imagine you're on one side of a wide river with a steep bank and rushing water. The side you're on is your current career and lifestyle. Safe and secure and more normal, but unfulfilling and sometimes frustrating. 
and you can't quite imagine having the life you desire if you stay on this path. You know there's something more for you and your intuition is drawing you to look over to the other bank. You find yourself wondering if what you want is on the other side. The more you look, the more you realise that the other side does indeed have what you want. You know that you'll be able to work with your passion every day, make the impact you want to make in the world and be fulfilled and energised. The lifestyle you crave is also there, allowing you to have more balance and time with friends and family. The holy grail of happiness and success in work and life is within reach. This is not some fantasy island, but a realistic option. But only if you dare to take action, move away from the safe place that you know and take the big leap to the other side. But if you go for that leap all in one, although it could be exhilarating and exciting, you're likely to fall in the water and get swept away or maybe end up crawling back onto the bank you're you're already on, sopping wet and miserable, having to go back to the same life. So you need to add some rocks and stepping stones to the river so you're able to take the leap in stages. Before you do that, you need to know that you really want to take that leap. You need to investigate what's on the other side and make sure it will be right for you and what you want for yourself. It looks like it's perfect, but isn't it better to be sure? Then you have to create your strategy and project plan. In other words, what you need to do and how you'll do it to reach the other side. You need to consider practical daily life, things like finances and time, so you can prepare for all eventualities. It's also so important to find your cheerleaders, friends and family that will support you in this journey and stop you falling off the rocks as you cross and cheer and wave when you leap to a new one. Finally, you have to prepare mentally for the challenge. Know what your mind enemies are and prepare for when they may strike so you can stay upright. In this episode, I'm going to go step by step through all these things so that you can start taking action right now towards taking your leap. The first step to be clear on is what you actually want. This sounds simple, but it's so important. You have to be sure that making this big move will bring you the life you want. You may very well be unfulfilled, frustrated, stuck or unhappy in your current job, but many people are. But making a big career change may not be the answer. So take your time and be really sure before you commit 100% to taking your leap. Over the course of the pandemic, people have used the time while they work from home or while on furlough to consider their lives and what they want from it. Many people are now already pursuing a new direction by starting to study to learn new skills or investigate becoming self-employed. I would urge some caution here. If before the pandemic you'd not consider a career change, just make sure that you're considering it now for the right reasons. You may have had an epiphany, a realisation that you want to do something else now, and if that's the case, that's great. But are you trying to escape something rather than having a burning desire for something different? Or maybe that something different you need is something else in your life and not your career. It could just be a result of the impact of going through such a strange time. When you go through a trauma, which you could say going through over a year of dodging a life-threatening virus while being locked down in our homes for most of it is a trauma, the advice is not to make any major decisions for at least six months. You don't have to give it that long. But do think about why you now want to leave your job and make sure those reasons will still be there when we all get back to more normality. I'm 100% supportive of people living their passions, as you know, and taking action to make their dreams happen. I truly believe life is too short to be waiting around for magic to strike. 
The point I'm making is that sometimes moving to a new career is not the answer to whatever is making you unhappy in your job. So double check with yourself that there's no chance of working with your passion in your current career before making the final commitment to going all out to power your passion in a new adventure. First, consider if you can get what you want and feel passion for your work where you are working now. Of course, with some changes. Maybe a change of manager or team may help, or the opportunity to work in different projects to enable you to use different skills and get out of your rut. If it's the freedom you now enjoy, see if your employer is open to flexible working or working different hours. A benefit of the COVID pandemic is that many employers are far more open to this than they were in the past. If you long for a change of scene, are there opportunities to work in the same company, but in a different office or a different country? Also, if your passion is not in your job, but you have something you're passionate about outside of your work, you don't have to make it into your job or business. It can remain a hobby if you like, as long as you have it in your life. Just because you have a passion for something doesn't mean you have to make it your job if you're not ready. Really try all avenues with your current employer before you discount them. You don't want to leave and then afterwards wonder if you could have made it work in some other way. If nothing resolves the issues you have with your job where you are, next look at moving to another role in another company, but in your current specialism and industry, would solve the issue. If you still feel passion for your work, but something about the company you work for, Maybe the culture or the ethos doesn't resonate with you and that's causing you frustration or unfulfillment, then this can be a great option. Just make sure that you don't end up moving somewhere similar and having the same issues a few months down the line. If you think that moving to a similar or more senior role in a new company is just going to be more of the same and really doesn't excite you and you have no pull or desire to do something different, then it could be you're burnt out or at least very tired, which has dampened your passion or enjoyment for what you do. If this is the case, then consider if you need a break, maybe a sabbatical for a few months, and then get back on track. If you've lost your passion for what you do, sometimes some time away is enough to reignite that passion and that enjoyment and give you the energy and motivation to continue on your current career ladder. The main test to understand if a career leap is for you is to ask yourself, If you feel you're being pushed from your current career, or are you being pulled? Maybe one or the other, or a bit of both. So you could feel unfulfilled and stuck and also feel a strong pull to something new. Or you're relatively happy in your current job, but have always felt a strong tug in a different direction. The deep pull to a different path is essential when making a career leap. You have to have a strong desire to move towards the new direction, the new adventure. If you just feel unfulfilled and unhappy, but have no clear pull to another path, there may be another solution. You should focus on what's making you unhappy first, fixing it, and try to ignite or reignite your passion in that path. Now, I've been asked before, how do you know if you're being pulled towards something? And my answer is probably frustrating to some people, and it's, you just know. If you have felt that pull to something new, you'll know what it feels like. It's a a restlessness, a thought or impulse that never quite goes away, even if you try to put it out of your mind. You instinctively know that you're meant for something more, that you have more to give, more to achieve in this life than you currently are. Even if you don't know exactly what that is, you're drawn to finding it out and to taking action to make it happen. And although sometimes you're held back by fear or other people's opinions, there's always a promise to yourself that one day you'll do it. 
If you're thinking now, Nicola, I tried all this, but I know I'm so done with this career path, this industry or this specialism. I'm definitely on the wrong road. I've known this for a long time and I'm meant for more. I have so much more to give and it's not going to happen where I am doing what I'm doing. My intuition, my gut, my whole being is ready to make this leap. If that's the case, then you're definitely ready. So the next things on your checklist are all things to help you leap across that river to your new future on the other side in a planned, practical, strategic and mindful way. You know you're ready to make a big change in your career, so now you need to to take action to bring it into reality. I'm going to assume that you already know what your burning passion is. Your burning passion is the one passion that has the power, potential and strength to be your new career or business. If you haven't discovered this yet, then download my free guide, How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career and Life, to go through the exercises there to get clear on yours. This will not only help you find your passion, but also what you really want from life, your ultimate vision of success. You should also have decided on what your career path is. So that's whether you'll be employed or self-employed, full-time, part-time, contract or freelance. Or if you want a business, will you start a side hustle first? Really getting clear on exactly what you want. Now, before you do anything else, you need to create your strategy. In simple terms, your strategy is a collection of key things, let's call them pillars, that you need to do or put in place to reach your ultimate goal, which in this case is what you've decided is your vision of success. It's where you'll focus all your efforts. It also will include a high-level timeline of when you want to start working towards your career change and when you want to have achieved your your vision of success by. Now, your strategy is long-term and not just about making the leap to a new career direction. It also includes achieving the success you want in that new career. So, for example, if you're looking for a change to a new career specialism or profession, the strategy pillars could include researching your chosen specialism and path to make sure you're fully aware of what you need to do, defining your main goals, like maybe the day you, you hand in that resignation letter, developing any new skills and knowledge you need to make that change, thinking about what systems, apps, tech you want to use to help you with time and project management, maybe also then dealing with practical considerations such as personal or business finances and finding the time to action your plans, how you'll deal with unexpected circumstances or mental blocks. These are pretty much the strategic pillars I created for myself before I started planning my career leap. The main difference being I had a pillar for learning about all I needed to to know to start up a company and keep clear on legal and financial obligations, and one for learning all the tech that goes with setting up an online business. So you'll have some different things to add depending on your chosen path. When you have your strategy down, you need to work out how you can make it all happen. And this is where your planning comes in. You take the goals you set and break them down into smaller goals. A good way to do that is to have annual 90-day and monthly goals, depending on what your overall timeline is. So for example, if you have a two-year timeline to go from where you are now to being successful in your new career, and one of your goals is to resign in the year, you can break that annual goal into four milestones, 90 days apart. You can then further break down the 90-day goals into monthly goals and then into weekly goals if you want to go that granular. I'm going to go further and deeper into this in a future episode, so keep an ear out for that one. The next step is getting really practical, as let's face it, this career leap will have an impact in practical terms, whatever path you decide to take. 
So rather than being ostrich and burying your head in the sand, you need to consider this impact and how you can work around it. So let's talk about finances. First up, I just want to say I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just sharing my experiences and what I've learned over the years. You should absolutely speak with an accountant or financial advisor if you want professional advice. I'm not going to sugarcoat this, whether you're quitting your job to work for yourself as a freelancer, contractor or business owner, or moving into employment in a different specialism industry or country, you're likely to have some financial change to manage. Now, if you're able to walk into a lucrative freelancing gig, or have built your business as a side hustle to a level that matches your salary, or find employment and use specialism that does not mean a drop in income, well, fantastic and well done to you. But there are still maybe other expenses you don't currently have that may kick in. So it's important to be ready for this. If you do need to temporarily tighten your belt for a bit as you make the transition, it doesn't need to be a stress if you think about it and plan well in advance. Saving is crucial. Unless you have a partner or family member who's willing to step in and cover any shortfall in income, I wish we all had one of those, this will involve saving. Depending on your level of income and expenditure, this can mean you have to delay any change for a while. But I promise you, it'll be worth it in the long run. And you know, time does pass very quickly and before you know it, you have to have the money saved. So how much do you need to save? This is a question that I've had quite a lot as well. I always say to err on the side of caution. The general guidance is to save three, six or 12 months living expenses, depending on how long you think you'll be earning less. If you're freelancing or contracting, this is to protect you against possible gaps in between gigs. So three to six months seems more or less reasonable. If you're opening your own business, on the other hand, then apart from any startup costs, which vary from business to business, you should have at least six months living expenses saved, as it can usually take a while before you're able to draw any income. I had almost a year's living expenses behind me when I left my job. I saved that over a two-year period, and it was painful at the time, but did really take the pressure off as I got to grips with everything when I started my business. Just to mention, you'll not need as much as that if your business is already bringing in a good income as a side hustle. For moving into a new career specialism or profession, your savings are to help with expenses while you build up the experience and skills you need in that new career. So I'd say a year's living expenses may be more sensible. Of course, there are new career paths that may mean you earn less for a longer period of time because that is the level of income available in your new career. That's something you'd need to consider when you choose that path. Often that is offset against things that are more important to you, like doing things you love every day and having more time for your friends and family, or potentially about doing good in the world and making a positive impact. So it's really a personal choice. Powering your passion is not always about making big bucks. It's about what your vision of success is, what you want out of life, and what you want to achieve. Now I know saving that amount can seem daunting, particularly if you've not had a saving mentality up to now. I have to confess, I was not a great saver before I started planning for my career leap. Apart from when I was saving for my house deposit, I always liked to spend whatever I earned and then would be shocked when my friends would share what they had put away for a rainy day. I would just say silent and imply I'd done the same. So when I realised what I'd have to have behind me, I really had to put effort in into cutting my costs across all aspects of my life. But I made it happen, as when I saw that pot build, I knew I was that much closer to making my dream of quitting the rat race and bring my own boss a reality. A reminder here, we're talking living expenses, not salary. 
So calculate what you absolutely need to live on relatively comfortably and aim for that. For those of you becoming self-employed, you also need to think about looking for alternatives to any benefits you've had through your employer. So in the UK, things like private pension, healthcare or life insurance are common to be included. Do check if you can transfer any existing benefits to personal cover, as sometimes this can be to your advantage. For example, you could have some of the same terms in your medical cover that's been negotiated by your employer. It may not be the case, but worth asking the provider on a confidential basis. You can move your pension into a private plan and can continue to pay into it once you have financially settled. Another practical aspect is time. You'll need time to action your plan and work towards your leap. If you're the same as me, you'll be thinking, I have no time. We never think we have enough time. But I'm telling you, if you want this enough, you have to find the time. I was working full time in the City of London with a long commute and would often work on projects at the weekend. So when my business was a side hustle, I found time for it on weekends when I was not working on my corporate job and got up at 5am on weekdays to get two hours in before catching my train at 7.30am. You don't need to be that extreme, especially if you're not starting a business, but I would recommend finding at least an hour a week to focus on this change project as a good start. You can increase that if needed later on. Another tip is to try and plan it for when you are most alert. I'm a morning person, so first thing in the morning is when I'm most alert and creative. If you're more of a night owl, maybe it will be at the end of the day. Whatever works for you. Just work out when you can fit this work in and you'll feel more confident that you can succeed. Next, work on your mindset. Now, going for a leap of any kind, you have to believe in yourself. It's like you'll be hit with imposter syndrome, which is when you don't believe that you deserve to be in the position you are in or that you're going for. Many people, especially women, are affected by this at some point in their life, and you're in good company. Many people, including Michelle Obama, have said they live with it, and I know I certainly do. If it's something that affects you, there's no real cure, but you can learn what to do when it rears its ugly head to stop it affecting you. There are also things like mind and money blocks, where things have happened in your past affect how you deal with things in the present. If you know what these are and what is most likely to bring you down, you can find out what to do when you are hit with them. It's important to have some weapons in your armoury, things that work for you to improve your mood and self-belief. By understanding what you could potentially come up against, you can make sure you're ready for them. Next, get your cheerleaders on board. You really need to have your own band of cheerleaders as you make this change to give you the support and motivation to move forward even on those darkest days. You will need to have support on this journey. The number one person you need to have on your side is your spouse or partner if you have one, and potentially your parents if you're close. Now, their natural instinct will be to protect you and keep you from doing what they may consider crazy. You need to show them that you're going into this with your eyes fully open. And you can do this by showing them you're serious. Tell them about why you want to do it. Share your strategy and headline plan and make it clear that you've thought about every eventuality. Be confident and positive and realistic in your demeanour. One sniff of it seemed like a harebrained scheme, and they'll be trying to persuade you to stick where you are. So show them that you believe in this project, you believe in yourself, that it's a well-thought-out plan, and you're ready to go for it. When you're ready, you can also share your plans with friends, but just watch out for any negative vibes. Although they may want to support you, they may put some of their own prejudices and insecurities on you. Just because they will never be brave enough to be doing what you plan to do does not mean it's not viable. Often people can be a little bit jealous even if they don't realise it. 
But if you're lucky, your friends will just be happy for you and supportive. I can't remember if I told you this before, but when I was at university, I was in the Officer Training Corps, which is a student unit of the British Army. It's not an active unit, like we couldn't be called up unless you volunteered. And the main aim was to encourage students to go into the military training college Sandhurst. I joined mainly because it seemed like a great way to stay fit, be outdoors, get out into the mountains and the countryside, travel, get paid and have cheap vodka and Cokes in a subsidised bar. It was all that and also a great learning experience. And I have some fantastic memories from that time. So why am I talking about this all of a sudden? Um, basically, just thinking about preparation has reminded me of a phrase I learned there, which was the six P's. Proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Full disclosure, there was another P in there, but I have not, I've taken it out, so I don't need to rate this podcast as explicit. Anyway, this phrase always stayed with me. And since then, I'm usually the most prepared out of my friends. It pops into my head just now. And although it may sound like a cliche, every bit of preparation matters and does prevent poor performance. As I said at the start, taking this leap is a big deal. This is your life and you'll potentially be achieving your dreams. Isn't that worth putting in the time to make sure everything is lined up and secure before you go on that new adventure? It may take time and you may have to delay your plans to leave for a while, but when you do hand in that resignation letter, you'll do it with so much more confidence and joy, knowing that you have thought of everything and are all set. Before long, your life now will be a distant memory. The sooner you get started, the sooner that day will come. So just go for it. Thanks so much for listening. Join me in the next episode. And remember, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time. If you'd like to hear when new episodes are released, including bonus episodes, which I add from time to time, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher. I'd love to hear your feedback on the episode so far or to know what other topics you'd like me to include. You can go to my show notes. Link is in the description and leave a comment there or give me a review wherever you listen to this podcast.